Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And this podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. And today we have another sunny day in Scottsdale, and it's April 30th. We're heading towards summer. We're not looking forward to it, but hey, think of us when you're uh, by your pool and it's 110 here. Anyway, we have Tina Cytek. Is that how I say your name? Yes, perfect. Oh, good. And Tina is an organizer. She owns Get Organized Now. And I think this is going to be something that you definitely want to listen to because she has so many experiences and so many hints on what to do. I, you know, I'd like your job, but then again, I don't think I would. I'd like to just watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome to. So I first I want to say Tina is in Scottsdale, but she will go the valley. And her website is getorganizednow.net, N-E-T. Don't put a comma in there. So, Tina, I'm, I am so excited. I don't know where to start. How did you start getting organized? Or I shouldn't say that. How did you start in organizing? Well, first of all, Nancy, thank you so much for having me. Um, how did I start? I started Get Organized Now in 2009 and um, made it into an uh, organization, actually um, a corporation in 2010, got an Angie's list and just shot off like gangbusters. And how I started is a very interesting story. I didn't realize I had this talent until I organized my mom's closet. She walked in and she said, wow, you've got something. And so it's grown. My business has grown and um, I, I love it. I help people every day. And that's a good feeling, isn't it? Absolutely. Wow. And is your house really organized? It is. Yeah. I have to live by my own rules. <laughs> you know, it'd be kind of funny if you walked into your closet and you couldn't find your shoes and everything was thrown around. That that wouldn't work. Right? I never lose my keys. <laughs> well, you know, I park my car and I lose it in the parking lot. I don't know how you can help me there. I can't help you. <laughs> well, we were talking before we started recording this podcast and Tina was telling me about some of her customers. And I think if she relates this by... Each customer's needs, I think you'll get an idea of what Tina does. So let's go to the lady who was pregnant. Um, A really adorable 30-year-old remodeled her home, her and her husband, young couple starting out, and um, right in the middle of all of the construction, she told me, I'm pregnant. So long story cut short, I was there yesterday, and I set up the kitchen and I made a baby cupboard. How cute is that? Totally utilized in the, in, in the perfect area in the kitchen. Um, accessibility is most important. And I made a, um, a action area where she can come home out of, out of her car in the garage and just put down her diaper bag and everything has a path to it. And she's so, she was so excited. She texted me last night, my husband's so happy. So it was a really good day. How old is the baby now? Uh, three months. Oh, good. So yeah. she's had three months to kind of reap the benefits of your first initial organizing. Well, her whole pantry was a little havocal um, because of the construction and the baby. So she took pictures and sent me. So I had a chance and opportunity to look at those pictures, get the perfect containers, get there, 
do the do the pantry with the baby covered and um, yes, the answer is yes. How satisfying is that? So that's one scenario amongst many. And do so, you have people that relocate? I actually have a client that calls me. He has many properties, and he calls me when he is setting up another property. He sets the condo or patio home up, whatever it, the scenario is, um, to uh, for snowbirds, if you will, for like a vacation rental. And oh, he, okay. So they, so I set up the the kitchen, the bathroom. So I kind of stage it for. And then he, he actually, I'm there tomorrow. And Almost what, like a bed and breakfast? Yes. And what okay. I'm going to do for him tomorrow is I'm going to um, come in with my, I've, by the way, I have lots of resources. I have movers that accompany me. Um, so tomorrow I will walk into his home, <clears throat> pardon me, one of his homes that he's going to move all of those articles out and rent it, not furnished. So... I'm going to be the coordinator for the storage coordinator for the movers. I'm going to um, take care of the whole list of things to do to vacate the home, uh, the movers to pack. I will pack the very delicate things and then orchestrate the whole move to his storage and, and articles that he actually wants in his nice home that he lives in. Wow. So, so it's more like, I need something done, Tina, just do it. Yeah, you can call me kind of like the director, but I'm not sitting in a chair <laughs> Yeah, directing a movie. I'm actually running around making sure that all the loose ends are tied up, and ABC is totally taken care of with the rest of the alphabet to follow, so to speak. Wow. What about people who are, uh, well, they've got a spouse that has passed, and that's a delicate situation, and... Most of the time, they don't really know what to do. They're totally lost. Well, I've been doing this long, long for a long time now, and every situation's different. I don't take, I don't assume anything. Um, I, I walk in, I feel the situation, I feel the person out. If there's a death in the family, then that is where I really, um, I come down to a level of calmness, and I help the individual, whether it be. So you have empathy. I really do. I've lost everybody, my brothers and I, basically. So I have, a, unfortunately, a lot of experience in that. So I I help the widow, the widower, whatever. And there's lots of scenarios when it comes to that. I have resources that help me appraise. Or actually have an appraiser come in for the um, articles, the, deco- the decorative, art, art, decorative things. I have consignment resources. Basically what I do about that, and I want to elaborate a little bit on the consignment aspect, I give them a list and I can bring them in if they want. As far as the consignment stores, the consigner, the appraiser. So it just every situation is different, like I said. So do you ever have a situation where somebody says, No, I don't want that given away. No, I don't want that given away. And before you know it, there's nothing being given away because they have to let go. What do you do in that case? Well, that's a very good question. Sometimes I just put the article aside, and it's really interesting. They'll come back to it later in the process and say, you know, you're right. I don't want that after all. Because it's so overwhelming to put all the things they want to keep in one corner. They leave that corner, and they come back, and they go, whoa, okay, it's time for me to do what we talked about before or what you were urging me to do before, Tina. So this must be such a satisfying job. It is. It is. I'm, I really... 
I'm really liking my job. I, lo- I like my company. I have a list of clients that I adore, um, and I take care of them. And they've been good to me over the years where they refer me. They don't even hesitate to call me. And I'm trusted. I've been in their home, whether it be alone or whatever the situation is. And yes. So I would think that you get a lot of referrals because people trust a referral more so than just going into the, I don't know, do they still have yellow pages nowadays? I'm not sure. But, you know, rather than seeing a billboard with somebody's name on it, to have a friend give your name out because you help them so much. Yes. I re, uh, referral is the basis of how I get my clients. And I have clients that go back all the way to 2009 when I first started. Wow. So so what is the hardest part about this job? Or is there any hard part? I'm assuming there is. Well, I take it home with me sometimes because I feel a lot. And um, some situations are really sad. And some situations are, um, <clears throat> well, that maybe I could have done better. But, I, but then I talk to myself and I say, no, you've done everything that you possibly could do. And I have to leave that, but I do take it home with me because I care. Well, definitely. That's why you get referred. That's right. Thank you. Is there ever a situation where they say, here, take this item. Here, take this item. Before you know it, you're... Are they offering it to me? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I was going to say, if you did, your your house would then have to be reorganized. That's because, right. That's right. right. You have That's to, right. and I think that goes with the people <clears throat> out there. There's a time in their life when they have to start saying, "No, I'm not going to buy another tchotchke. I'm not going to take you know this item from this person." You got to say no. That's correct. There is a golden rule of thumb that I like to um, tell my clients when the need is. When the need arises, so to speak. Um, when you buy something new, something old goes out. And keep that. You know, keep my, that golden rule, yeah. especially in your closet. If you buy a new blouse, take a look at the blouses in your closet and donate it. Let someone else wear that blouse that you haven't worn in how many years? You don't want to. You don't even want to know what's in my closet. But my husband has that rule. Not that I follow it, but. I just counted my shoes the other day and organized them, and I was almost embarrassed. I thought, oh, my God, I need Tina to come to my house. I won't ask you how many. <laughs> well, I'm glad to say it's under 50, but it's above 48. That's that's not bad. Oh, good. Good. Now I feel good <laughs> no, about that's that. No, not, that's not bad at all. And I do wear them all occasionally. Well, then that's the key. Yeah. If you wear them all, then that's okay. Seriously. And another um, another a golden rule is that there you are allowed <laughs> to have vintage clothes. You are allowed to have something that you do wear once in a blue moon. I use that phrase a lot, once in a blue moon. I have a I have a chest that I have my grandmother's vintage clothes and I just pulled up one the, like maybe a month ago to wear to a funeral. So there are exceptions and I can help that individual with things like that. You know there there have been times in the past where I have gotten rid of stuff. A year later I'll be looking for that item and I can't find it. I have to go back into my poor little memory and then I go, oh yeah, I gave it away. I could kick myself for that. So I tend to not want to give anything away because I think, oh, you know, one of these days I'm going to need it. That's funny. I've had, I've, I've been told that before, but just remember that someone else has, has utilized it and you most probably have made someone else very happy. But you know what? Just I have that, that, that really positive thought when you think that way. 
And I think by you coming into somebody's closet or somebody's house, you're very objection. Is that a, no objective? Yes. Cancel that word out. It's objective. It's very objective. Right. I, I'm, the, I'm the catalyst. I'm the objective. Right. Objective so if I, I look I at help. a blouse and I say, oh, no, but I really like it because, you know, it's pretty. And you can say, you know what? It looks terrible on you. Get rid of it. Well, I don't, I don't say that. Yeah, but I we're just, friends. You I, could say that. Okay. <laughs> Get rid of it, Nancy. Yeah. I, what I, what I, I, I'm not really hard on my clients. I can't be. They, I would not make them happy. I'm gentle, and I would say something to the effect of, well, think about that. Hard. Long put and the, hard. <laughs> put that in front of your closet. Yeah. And here's something that's fun for you ladies and gentlemen out there. Um, something you haven't worn in a long time. Put it on. Wear it around the house or go out one night. If it's completely uncomfortable and you don't like it anymore, then you're satisfied. Get rid of it. You know, I had a pair of shoes like that, and I really liked them. And so I put them on, and then I remembered why I hadn't worn them in a long time. They hurt. But then I think, well, but they're really nice. You know what? Maybe next time. Well, I've had them for, I hate to say, nine years. I finally came to the conclusion if I'm going someplace, I can only wear them for one hour. After that, they hurt. So you have your one-hour shoes. Oh, Thank you. That's perfect. I will use that. I oh, will, really? I will use that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Another thing too is that you can consign and sell your items. There, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, call out or quote my resources at this point in time. Right. But I do have a list that I go by, and you can take these things and you can sell them on, in consignment stores clothing, shoes, accessories rather, and um, the list goes on. Right, right. And on that note, I want to talk about Premier Lighting. They are so nice, and they do my lighting for me. I went into their showroom recently and noticed that they had a whole new selection of Hubbardton Forge, which is one of my favorite manufacturers. They're made in America. And every year, the girls at Premier go to market, and they bring in all these new fixtures. And, of course, my timing was perfect. I went into the showroom, and they had tons of new fixtures. Now, you know, this is a good point. If you don't like your fixture in your house, you can actually donate it or sell it and then go get a new one. This is a place where you can't have too many. So um, take take my advice. Go to uh, shoppremier.com. They're located in Scottsdale and Tucson. And go look at what they have, because if you ever want to remodel or just have a new look in your house, by changing the light fixture, you can't believe what it's going to do. So, Tina, back to being organized, which I'm sure everybody listening wishes they were organized. Have you had one job where you walked into the house and you were just, like, so overwhelmed? Maybe, did you ever do a hoarder's house? I don't use that word. Okay. I don't use any labels because there's many um, levels of um, people that love their stuff. Um, So people that just love their stuff, they keep it, they keep it, and then um, they have a lot of clutter. Yeah, so decluttering I don't like to use the word hoarder because it's negative and it's a label. Um, so I try, I, I don't, I don't use that, but as far as being overwhelmed, the answer is yes, but I do very well to hide that, conceal that 
maybe that frightened look on my face. <laughs> I don't have, I just, I deal with it. And as far as starting that starting point, um, it depends on the situation. If you're getting settled in your new home, the two most important things to start is your living area, your living air. Well, let me back on that. Um, go back on that kitchen and bathroom. Let's start getting your kitchen and bathroom settled in, then your bedroom and then the living spaces after that. Oh, I totally agree. And that's what I've done with my kids too. You can live without a living room for a week, two, three, but get that kitchen and that bathroom organized and you'll feel so much more accomplished, right? Yes. yes. And then you start calling the cable companies, the TV hookup and all that all the luxuries after you're have you have a feeling of being settled in. It's really important, yeah. and also it calms the nerves because moving can be very overwhelming. So, does that Good. answer your question? It does, and I know from um, my experiences when I remodel a kitchen for somebody, I have to see what they have in the kitchen so that I know how to organize for the new kitchen. And there are people that have stuff that they've inherited or they bought they never use. Goes with clothes. Same thing with clothes. Mm -hmm. If you have six springform pans and you haven't made a cheesecake in years, it's time to consign it or give it to your neighbors or find another use for it. But I've been giving to the Salvation Army, and they would appreciate that. So think about it. I think we have to cut the emotion, and I think that's where you come in. That's exactly right. And also remember tax donations. You can write these articles off on your taxes. That's right. So, boy, I had uh, I learned a lot, and I hope everybody uh, learned a lot too. I think organizing is something that you can't just do once, right? You have to keep at it. Well, let's touch on the minimalist, which I love, the minimalist look of a house. And there are people who have to almost be forced They tell you they want that, and I think the end result they like, but it's a challenge to get there, right? Yes, yes, it is a challenge. But there's so many things that you can do with that. Um, You can have an area in your garage, obviously not perishables, but you can have have an area in your garage. You can either have it as a backup, an extra spring pan. Um, You can have things that that are in question, and then you pass it every day, and finally it's time to go. There's so many levels of helping the client with too many things. Does that go along with, and I've, I've read about this and everybody has too, you have three areas, the yes, the no, and the maybe. Yes, I want to get rid of it. No, I want to not get rid of it. I want to keep it in. Let me think about it. The maybes end up to be bigger than the yes and the no, but you have to work on that. Well, the maybe can be an action pile where it's going somewhere. Um, but make sure it's in an area that you pass every day and you look at because what I found is that goes to Uncle Joe, that goes to Aunt Kate, and that goes to somewhere else. And you know what? It sits there and nothing ever happens, and then it gets buried. If you're going to do something with it, get it out the door. Put it in your car or put it, put it in that right, action put it, area. Put it in your car and drive right. it to that That's consignment. Right. Be, and be proactive, people, on this. And um, also another thing is... Don't overwhelm yourself. Write a list of goals in black ink and get a red pen and check those off. You look at that list and you see those red check marks and it's so exciting. Yeah. Be patient with yourself. Reward yourself. Not by going out and buying something new. <laughs> <laughs> or unless you get rid of something. But reward yourself. to Treat yourself to dinner or something, whatever makes you happy. And um, 
I use this all the time. Rome was not built in a day. That was my mom saying, just be patient with yourself. Take one area at a time, and it will work, and it will come together. Good advice. So I think if anybody out there is in a situation where they need Tina, don't forget, you can get Tina by, number one, you can go on her website, getorganizednow.net, and then she has a button so you can contact her, or directly it would be Tina at getorganizednow.ts at cox.net. So I don't know. I learned a lot. Hopefully everybody listening learned a lot. I think this was really um, some good points that you brought up. And um, one question I want to ask you, do you ever do like a picture before and a picture after? Oh, all the time. They're on my website. Oh, great. And I did it yesterday with the baby covered. (laughs) Oh, well, Tina, I want to thank you so much again. I want to thank everybody for listening. And until next time, thank you for joining me. Have a great day. 